Hello, welcome to the Outcome Mastery Podcast. My name's Maddie Mackey and I'm your host. The Outcome Mastery Podcast is all about individuals in the community who have mastered an outcome in their life, who once had a vision that they turned into a reality. So enjoy these episodes, get inspired, follow me on Instagram at Maddie, M-A-D-D-I-E-M-M, and let us know what you think about the episodes. Much love, everyone. Hello everyone, it's Maddie Mackey here with Media on the Rise and the Outcome Mastery Podcast. Today we have two very special guests with us. We have Jay and Cinderella from the House of Light. Welcome. Thank you. Thank you you for having us. Thank you for being here. I'm so excited for you guys to come on and share about the wonderful influence you've had in the spiritual community and in the wellness community, really creating your own community and your beautiful space where you offer all of the wonderful transformational work that you guys do. So welcome, and I'd love for you to share a little more. Where do we start? (laughs) So why don't you let us know who you guys are and then how you guys came together with this wonderful, beautiful creation you're offering the world. Well, I'll start. Yeah, so I started this journey uh, during COVID. I started diving deep into healing myself and, and discovering what the modalities that worked, some didn't, and then on the ones that did, and the ones that did, that's the one I focused all my energy on. And then from there, I started doing extensive research and diving deep into how it healed, how it heals me and potentially how it could heal everyone else, right? Down to the to to meditation, to cold plunges, to breath work, to uh, to sound bowls, because sound bowls are made of frequency and stuff like that. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> so as you hear, we do a lot of different modalities. And uh, when, when Jay started his journey, uh, I met him somewhere along the way and I had my own path. I was already active in the wellness for many years and COVID was also for me actually the catalyst to really uh, go full blast into wellness and the sacred healing um, sector. So we met and we got married and we said, okay, let's bundle forces. No, right. <laughs> and then we started actually the House of Light that was in 2021. And at the time I was holding uh, ceremonies for veterans because I'm a veteran myself. And then I noticed that these plant medicine, these modalities can treat and help me- uh, veterans with their mental wellness. Mm. And, and away from the pills and the standard way of healing that the Western world likes to preach about. Yeah. Oh my gosh, that's so incredible. And what a beautiful, diverse community that you guys are able to serve, just bringing your wonderful paths together. And I have to say, there's another episode on my podcast about psychedelic and plant medicine and healing. That episode specifically, we talked about motherhood and plant medicine, but I'm excited to have you guys on because that's to date my most popular episode. And so I know this is a conversation that is newer, you know, newer in the public realm and there's research coming out backing it. So it feels safer to talk about these things now. And I know you guys have been talking about them for much longer. And I think it's important to break that stigma, kind of like Jay said, like veterans or someone with any trauma or something like that going to Western medicine, they're going to get a completely different prescription than, you know, if they were to come work with people in your realm and field and modalities. So 
Absolutely. And, and it's not only people with heavy trauma that come to us, it's also people who need a little tune-up, a little reset, or they're really looking just to expand themselves. And uh, sacred plant or frog medicine is really a beautiful way to do that. However, um, we didn't want to focus only on that because a lot of people are not ready for that yet. So we wanted to offer supporting modalities that we had already the experience and certification in, like the sound healing, uh, energy healing, Reiki, pranic healing, things like that, uh, working with crystals. Uh, Jay is a breathwork instructor, so giving breathwork sessions. Uh, the cold plunges has a huge effect on all levels of our being. So I think that's a great way. But besides that, we are also very active with coaching because you can offer such a modality, right? You can offer a beautiful sacred medicine. The people go home and back to their daily life. And now they're like, now what? How do I integrate that? Um, it was a great experience. I feel relaxed. I feel connected to source, to my inner self. But then it stops there. So I think how we came to guiding people in a whole transformational process of three months is how we developed our coaching's program so it's a hybrid it's a hybrid um uh what do you call that a hybrid program. yeah like a hybrid program uh so we have online modules and then we also customize our zoom calls with them one-on-one -on -one. And uh, that's where the magic really happens. But there's this support platform that they can tap into and learn at their own time and use worksheets. There are <clears throat> yoga recorded sessions. There are meditative guided meditations. Uh, and then they come in. They can come in for a beautiful and, it, and then we also dive deep into cultivating self-awareness, right? And cultivating the mind, right? And I, I like to bring it, it's not necessarily mental health because mental health, the word in general is really big. So when you think about it, mental wellness seems a lot better, right? And you, when you feel it, it's more, the vibration is better, right? And then I, I also like to talk about that the mind is a puppy, right? We always have the ego in the mind and we think about 70,000 thoughts a day, right? And we, and we do 20,000 breaths a day. So if you don't have control over your mind, just like a puppy, it's running wild and your mind just constantly thinking, 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 and whatever you think, the thought behind it emits an energy that affects your body. So if you're constantly thinking of negative stuff, it puts you down. Then you go up and down, up and down, and that affects your breath. So you're constantly, <laughs> you're not getting these deep breaths. But once you put a leash on your mind, the puppy, at first it's, it will fight, but then you can train it, right? And when you think of a puppy, anybody can train a puppy, right? So we can all train our minds. Right, so we can all train our minds in a way that's like easier. Oh my gosh, yeah, that's such a good way to look at it. And one example that's coming up, which I know is a hot trend right now and you guys offer is the cold plunges. And so can you give me a couple examples and give the listeners, maybe someone who hasn't done it, just because I know that's so uncomfortable to get in that cold water. How do you train your mind to just do it and to continue doing it? And that's the thing. So training your mind, it's mostly training the ego, right? And the ego, it's meant, it's, it's there to keep you safe from your past experiences. So when you go in there and the ego, sorry, let me try a uh, backtrack. So the ego actually works through your mind that affects your body. So the ego makes you think a certain way and then your body feels it, right? And then once you get stuck in that, you theoretically forget how to feel other feelings. But with cold plungers, once you get in there, um, it takes a lot of mental will and your ego just says get out but you have to believe in yourself and stay in there but on top of that once you're in there and you get out it releases 500 percent of dopamine so you're essentially getting high on yourself 
And then all that trauma and all that tension and energy that you felt in your body is gone. So you feel absolutely incredible. Your blood flow is more well circulated, right? And, and you're getting high and you feel really good. And this actually keeps you younger and your skin, absolutely everything, just more, how would I put it? Just stay younger longer, right? Very well said. So now I want to challenge you with another question because we know the science of the cold plunge, right? We know the benefits, the dopamine, like it's worth it. What about the things that are a little scarier, like sitting with the uncomfortable emotions or in a ceremony when those big things come up or even when you're home alone and feeling lonely, the big emotions come up. We're also told to sit with the emotions, right? What are some things, what is what comes up for you when I ask that? Because it's not so much a cold plunge where you just get to choose when you get out. The emotions kind of have their own timeline. Well, that's the thing. When you go and plunge it, it's also mental resiliency from your emotions. And if you're able to just sit there for two minutes and, and stay strong in yourself and believe in yourself. So when you're at home and these emotions come up, all you have to do is talk to them, find where they're at. And then now, you know, you have the strength and the mental resiliency to fight them. Right. And you, then you can with your mind, you can go back to that moment um, where you were able to stay strong and pull up that moment again. And because uh, our minds don't know, uh, or our beings don't know past, present, or future, you can have a thought uh, or a feeling from the past and bring it back to the present moment. So whatever you're in that is tough to go through, you can pull up a good memory, a high vibration, the moment you were able to conquer that trust in yourself and apply it to the moment that you're in. So you're overriding the situation that you're in by using that technique. So they are just techniques to really deal with emotions, with thoughts, with fighting your inner judge, ego. Uh, gosh, there's, there's a whole lot. And there's another one that I like to talk about. If you notice animals, when they have a trauma or they're being chased, they shake it off, right? And that's really where body movement comes. And Cinderella has been dancing all her life. When she doesn't feel good, she goes move and she moves the energy out and she feels a lot better. Yes. So when we sit there with the emotion, you're just sitting there and it's like, it gets tense, but get up and just do anything crazy. But, and then you feel better. And, and also actually, if you see a deer in the wild that has been chased by a lion, the lion hunts, grabs the deer, he stiffens up, right? The, the freeze, whatever happens, lion takes off, a little bit later, what you see that the deer is doing, first take a few deep belly breaths, and then it starts to shiver and shake uncontrollably, and then it jumps up like nothing happened and runs off. So that's where breath work comes in. The breath can release so much, activate the natural DMT, the other, the other hormones that are rushing through your body. Your, uh, your nitrous oxide, your dopamine. Yes. And all that. So and that's naturally like with the deer, if you get stuck into that, that state, that's a flight and fly mode and that's your sympathetic system. But when you're calm, relaxed, and when you sleep, that's your parasympathetic system. And that's when you're able <clears throat> to relax and release that trauma and tap into yourself again. Yeah. So, so, so it's all out there in nature. If we look at the animals, we can learn a lot from that. And that's now more and more it comes into our society like, okay. I can conquer things with meditation, calming the mind, calming the thoughts, the monkey mind, or the puppy mind, like Jay said, activating the breath work, shaking it off, go dance, go move, go run, uh, or a cold plunge. Very important modalities. 
Yes, indeed. And, you know, with breath work, I've done this and had this experience a few times and I've heard of a lot of other people having this experience, like the claw hand or where your body gets really in that state, the sympathetic, like, you know, I don't know. I don't even know what's going on, but it's the most craziest experience if you've experienced it, like a physical reaction. Can you talk about what that is, Jay? Or Cinderella, whatever you guys have experienced in that, watching people go through that? Right, so when, when you first start doing breath work, theoretically, none of us know how to breathe properly. If you, if you look at animals, every single animal for the most part, unless they're running, they only breathe in and out through their nose, mm -hmm. right? And, and we sleep with our mouth open and we, we don't even breathe in instead of breathing out. So when you first do it, you, you're, you're getting that rush of fresh oxygen into your body right that fresh blood flow the fresh co2 and that's when you start shaking and it's like it's like countering this the sympathetic system but then after you, you you do it over and over for the breath set for the breath work session and you start calming down right and you start feeling better but it's just it's like a shock to your system that's when you get tense and it's like <gasps> but then after you if you you stay with it and you hold it and you get that fresh oxygen and that fresh nutrients and your body starts to calm down right then you start feeling absolutely incredible and that's what you see some of these people when they go through somatic breath or if they're crying or they're having these releases like <gasps> ah because it's that trauma and also your your third eye becomes very activated because of the dmt release so me myself i always feel like i'm on a journey accessing the subconscious realm, seeing a lot of colors. There's a lot for me happening on that level as well. So it's really- um... I don't even have to do the breath work for trauma. You could do it, just yeah. get oxygenated and it, yeah. it gives you so much clarity in your mind. Because when you think about it, a lot of the food that we eat here in the States, it's not clean, right? It has hormones. There's not a, a lot of oxygen. And the way I like to talk about it, when you eat plants and stuff like that, like plants, the, the veggies, trees, anything, they synthesize light. So you're essentially eating the sun, right? Mm -hmm. If you think about it like that, but when you, eat, when you eat dead meat, there's no sun in it. I mean, yeah, it's protein, but that's why you have to keep eating it because it doesn't sustain you for too long. Yeah. Mm, yeah, that's a really good point. And I think it's important for people to realize like when you get to that state or your system gets shocked in the ice bath or in the breathwork session, knowing that you're shocked but you're in a safe space especially when you're with an amazing practitioner that knows what they're doing you know that safe space your body's like oh okay actually it feels traumatic but it's not the same trauma from the time where i didn't have control i'm safe someone's protecting me and you kind of go like go through it again but in a safer manner and so i did feel that like Ooh, that healing like i'm like okay wow that was like a redoing a situation but having it end no, in right. a desirable way and, and me and cinderella have been through tremendous amounts of trauma so we know and we can relate to a lot of people that we were in, in, in the same position you were and it's okay to feel scared but when once you release that trauma it's freedom it doesn't control you anymore and especially that trauma if you think about it it works through your ego and it imprints to keep you safe but once you release it it, it won't control you anymore and you see freedom and especially more mental energy because when you have a thing like that it's always in the back of your mind and you're giving it energy all the time but once you release it you feel way like incredible that's incredible my former business was in trauma recovery and leading trauma-informed trainings and now i'm in media and it's been quite a few years since i've been like leading and holding sessions so i'm curious what you guys would say being so active in that world 
and you know being that a lot of people listening to this podcast are conscious individuals who do this work regularly um, and are really interested in it but what kind of um, subconscious or traumas are you seeing right now consistently that people are experiencing or what kind of support are people really needing help in right now in the world uh, mostly depression yeah. anxiety uh, trauma coming from abuse for example uh, related to family um, I think these are the most I, I also feel a, a big one is people don't believe in themselves it give, it's mm. giving their power back they, they, they rely on the system and they rely on doctors but they, once you start taking the health and the power back and first it's baby steps because you have to learn what's good for you but giving the power back to you it's what gives so much people strength. And once they're able to take that power back, then it's easier to take the, the power back from the trauma or these past experiences and so forth. Yeah. That's really beautiful. Yeah, I think there's so much um, pain in the world right now, just from looking out the window, you know, and seeing people's experiences and, you know, especially not working as a coach right now, but just with my own friends and my own community, I'm, you know, I do have these fears. I'm raising a child in this world and I'm like, oh my gosh, like, how do we all you know, get what we need out of this life and get what we need to feel confident and move forward. And so what would you recommend for someone earlier on their journey or maybe, you know, not in a financial place where they can go and invest in a big journey or something like that? What What are some of your recommendations for someone who's just stuck but needs like a miracle and is ready to receive that miracle? Hmm, I think it's definitely the, the spark that is missing in a lot of people and the light and the, the connection to source, right? First to themselves, to higher self, to source. And that's why a lot of them are lost. They're not able to feel, not able to see, and not able to trust themselves. So if they're stuck and they cannot invest in a program and in sessions, you can do so many things from the comfort of your own home by starting a simple meditation. Start to journal, do a brain dump. Everything that's in your mind, make it physical, put it out on paper. Um, make sure you have enough sleep. Make sure you eat mostly organic, fresh food, not processed. Perhaps stay away from a lot of red meat. Um, you know, heavy, um, yeah, he heavy meats. Uh, what else? Go swim. Um, Get in nature. Get um, into nature. Stay off your phone, right? Stay off your phone. Stay off your phone. Stay away from TV. And most stay importantly, don't watch a lot of the news, right? No. And when you disconnect, because if you watch the news, it's all negative. Yeah. They, they say 10 negative things to one positive thing, right? So and it programs you. To fear. And, and then fear is a disease. So they program you with fear, where that fear is constantly in your life. Where you feel these things, you embody it, and they're programming you. But once you disconnect that and at first it might be like well what's going on get it in nature don't just sit there right pick up a hobby yeah tap into your creative side of your brain start to understand that you you can create things and that gives a lot of um self-security again like oh wow i can i can make things i'm worth of something i i yeah that's it's, it's... and baby steps you, you can't climb mount everest in a day it takes training and months leading up to it. These baby steps essentially will lead to climbing a huge mountain in your life. 
So just take baby steps every single day. As long as you're doing one thing every single day, that becomes a discipline and that becomes a habit, uh, a habit <laughs> and then consistency, right? And then once you notice these things, you won't even think about it. You'll constantly just do them because they'll be programmed. You're programming yourself. Yeah, you're overriding all your old patterns, habits, thoughts by implementing all these new strategies that we just said. These are the most simple ones. And then at one point, maybe that is not enough. And then maybe you are ready to, yes, to get some more uh, deeper, intensive help from the outside to reach that next level again. Mm. I mean, I'm a huge advocate for having help and support and guidance, especially integration, like you spoke about earlier. And especially if you're doing deep dive ceremonies um, or anything involving plant medicine, even not using plant medicine, but having someone there, oftentimes the person who guided you, it's a great person to also help you integrate so that you can have that experience. And then as things come up, continue to utilize that experience. And as someone who been doing plant medicine i've done it on my own i've done it with friends and i've done it with a guide my most transformational experiences have been guided because to have someone there be your mirror the entire time and to help pull out the downloads that you might not be fully in the conscious to receive in that moment and then someone's writing it down and taking notes for you i mean the things i learned about myself and in five to eight hours was incredible in my personal journey. So I really recommend this work. And if you're new to it and it feels like, oh my God, this is so scary, know that there's people like Jay and Cinderella out there who will talk to you through the process, educate you and really handhold you through the whole experience. Absolutely. No, absolutely. And the experience itself, you get, you just can't do the plant medicine and they expect to be healed, right? Because we're, right. we're letters, we're an onion. So you do it one time and like you said, layers come off and you see what you need to work on. And then after that, that's where you integrate the layers and release those things. And, it, and then if you want to come back, you can, but just give it time to integrate what you learned and what came out. Yeah, what people uh, should understand that it's a, a tool. The, the medicine is a catalyst, so you can do the work, but um, it's not an external force that now you just have to lay and miraculously you will be healed. It is, it goes hand in hand with yourself and how you uh, integrate all that. So, and, that, and that's why we preach integration is really important because the medicine, it's, the medicine itself can become an addiction because when you do it, you feel incredible, right? From the state that you're at and people will come and like, I just want to feel good. I just want to feel good. But they go back home doing the same thing and they, they don't integrate. Mm -hmm. So that's why it's really important to stick to these things, have an intention going in and integrate it. Don't just yeah. keep going to it for that feeling of, I feel amazing. Cause that essentially will die off and then you're just back to yourself. Yeah. Right. And that's the same if we look at back pain, taking a muscle relaxer, yeah. if you take a muscle relaxer every night and you don't do the stretching or the physical therapy that you need, mm -hmm. it just becomes a bandaid. So that's really important because I know we've probably all seen in this industry, people who take it to that level of using, using, using and continuing forward without the integration. And unfortunately, we just see the results of like that don't work out the way we really desire them to. And so the integration work with any transformation 
transformation we go to in life. I mean, even like moving a house, you know, integrating right. that. I just moved. So I'm like, that's been a spiritual process and journey. No ceremony involved, just in and of itself. Um, and so just reminding ourselves, it's our body, it's our nervous system. And if we went and threw ourselves out in Antarctica, right where we are, we'd be freezing. We wouldn't have what we need. We need would need to integrate. We need to get the clothes, the things we need. And there's no way we could survive without integration. No, no, no absolutely. No. Very well said. Yes. <laughs> Oh my goodness. Well, thank you guys so much for sharing all of this and all of the resources people can use if they're in the beginning of their journey as well, because I think the earlier parts of the journey when you're going through things or you're scared or lonely and you just don't know where to start, um, get even getting out in nature or journaling a brain dump can be can feel impossible. But remember, it's those tiny steps, like Jane Cinderella said, those baby steps that take you to where you need to get. So don't be afraid to re-listen to this episode, re-listen to the suggestions they've had, and they're going to let us know where we can find them if you're interested in diving deeper. Absolutely. We have a website, www.thehouseoflight.org. We have an Instagram, thehouseoflight underscore tribe. Um, feel free to look us up on social media, follow us, um, sh shoot us a message for anything that you... Uh, that you need. We do offer a 15 minute introductory call. Uh, actually, it's a transformation call. Yeah. <laughs> That's how we call it. So on our website, you find the link. You can book yourself in, get to know us. We can get to know you and see what path, what medicine, what modality, what coaching's program would fit you best to reach your goals, whether it's healing, overcoming trauma, addiction, or expansion, spiritual awakening, and anything on personal spiritual growth. And I'll like say one more thing. There's people out there, and there's this metaphor that they say, they're waiting for the light at the end of the tunnel. Don't wait for the light at the end of the tunnel. How about you light that tunnel up with your light? And then that tunnel will disappear. And then instead of waiting, you'll just start being happy. But it's up to you, your light, to light that dark tunnel up. Love it. Make your own light. You heard it here with Jay and Cinderella. It's so important. And you guys are shining, glowing, bright lights in the world. So thank you for spreading your light and really bringing this vision, this outcome and mastering it, because this is what this podcast is all about, highlighting people who are transforming themselves and therefore transforming the world. So thank you for your beautiful work. Make sure to check them out, The House of Light, and I'll put all the info in the show notes so y'all can click on it super easy. Thanks for being here. Yeah, Thank of you. Course. <laughs>